0: Look, I'm unstoppable, forget your defense, nothing but an obstacle. Run it back, switch it up, out a bow Serving up them Hail marries till the game over with the show showstopper. soul hot, you got to blow on it. I said I'll huff and I'll puff, and I'll pass to my left while I'm looking to my right. Hit them right in the chest and be looking like magic. Better give me the throne. I ain't talking about Patrick, but I read
1: Welcome, back. I'm Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. I don't know if you can see it on our faces, but we're actually pretty happy. And you'll see why in a few minutes. Hell yeah, God damn it! <laughs> it's a it's a very, very strange feeling. But you know what? We we know exactly why we're why we're we're riding a little high right now. Um, not because of what was done in um, you know, what people would say garbage time. But you know what? You know what? Just a good overall thing but you know let's just let's let's get into it let's get into it welcome back to the horseshoe mob podcast where we're going over everything colts and possibly slandering um some titans by the way shout out to hellmans for you know having will levis as a sponsor um we knew it was going to happen eventually but you know it's a titan up way right but either way welcome back and before we get into everything Let's just go ahead and just get get into introducing these esteemed gentlemen. All right. So we have with us um, the man who, despite what other people think, I believe has exceptional reading skills. We have with us uh, the, the man of few words, Austin Cook, everybody.
0: Yeah, what's up? I'm Austin. I read at a good level. Yes, he does. Yes, he
1: does. <laughs> I mean, he lives in Tennessee. It doesn't mean he reads on like a Tennessee-ish <laughs> level. So you know, whatever. He's originally from Ohio, but and then we have with us uh, the the man who I'm I'm gonna say it's just like very very esteemed gentleman that um you know what I think he gets a bad rap, and I mean I love you it, know though. I love it though. Yeah, I mean you know it's just like he he's cool with it. If he's cool with it, I'm cool with it. So I mean it's it's okay. But we have with us Josh you, everybody.
2: And the only reason I got a bad rep because of, yeah, also can't read, but he didn't read the score. He didn't read the score from Saturday after he lost to Florida.
1: Mm.
2: God, that's that's a low blow. That's a low blow. Hey, the more the more they lose up until we play them, I'm gonna keep going.
1: You know what? That's rude. That that was rude. that was rude of you. That's, that's, that's a low blow. That's a low blow. I had they
2: to sit won. all last year. Yeah, I had to sit through that. Y'all kept trolling me how y'all didn't pull the goalposts down as y'all beat us in 15 years. Ah, uh, that is my payback.
1: Nah, that's 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 wrong. That's wrong. <laughs> We're supposed to be cool, man. We're supposed to be cool. We are. But you know what? You know what? Let, let's just let's just get into this. Because you know what? When it comes to when it comes to NBA and when it comes to college stuff, you 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 like to you you like to uh, just low blows? Oh, uh, you know what, Josh? You know what? Just... I'm so, I'm sorry, man. I'm, I'm sorry. No, you're not.
2: No, you're not. Okay, don't, lie not. Okay. don't lie to me. Don't lie to me. Okay, I want to be sorry. I want to be sorry. My teachers want to be sorry.
1: You, you, no, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't put this on anybody else, okay? All right. So before we get into everything, first off, make sure you are visiting www.fanbattlesports.com um, where you'll be able to see all the Fan Battle Sports Network um, exclusives. You can see the articles written um, by yours truly, Josh Senior. Austin has one coming up um, only because of the fact that he has to prove to VT that he not only can read, but he can write as well. So, yes, you'll see that coming soon. Alright, and then you'll see past episodes, um, you'll see the links to Spreaker, um, everything that you need via Colts is going to be on www.FanBattleSports.com, so make sure that you are subscribing, um, you're liking and yeah, just tune in, Um, and then, you know, let's let's just get into football, Um, and before we go and we start talking about our game, we have to talk about last night's game, Um, Nick Chubb um, suffered a very, very... Bad injury um, with his leg. I'm not gonna play the video or show pictures of it because I mean I'm sure we've all seen it and even then it's just like it was it looked really bad. Um definitely wanna say um praise up for for Nick Chubb because that's that's a that's a tough one. I don't know whether he'll play again or not, but at the same time, I mean does it really matter when you're talking about somebody's actual health outside of the game. So you know, let's just say, just, just definitely hoping for a full recovery for him, and yeah, that was that was rough. That was rough to watch.
2: It was, and also was rough. You know, as all of us coast fans, was rough to see Frank Wright go 0 two again. So I want to shout out to him. You know, my prayers
1: with him. Josh, <laughs> what what is happening right now? What like what like what are, what are we doing? What are, what are we what are we doing
0: right now?
1: Okay, what is, what. Is, like, we, I, I'm, t- I'm chopping wood that kind uh, of mountains. Whatever no, I'm, I'm clicking mute. I'm muting you. You're <laughs> getting, I'm not having it. OK, it's too early. It's too early into this process for this. OK, I'm just trying to just like, listen, you know, yo, I, I don't know what's going on, but you you are on one this evening, sir. So you, you need to relax. Like You need to relax. All right. We're going to we're going to try this again. We're going to try okay. this again. All right. But already we have some, we have some comments coming in. So Ashley, Ashley Hall says, hi, what's going on, Ashley? Good. Then we have, oh, Tesmer Tesmer. how's it going, buddy? He said, hey, hey, all, and is, it's been forever since I joined you guys. Yes, yes, Tesmer, we miss you. We miss you and all your witty banter and how you just seem to just irritate um, the lives of all Titans fans everywhere. So yes, yes, absolutely. Glad to see you back, buddy. Um And looking thinner too. He's been really on his health kick, and he's lost a lot of weight. So big shout out to that chopping, good chopping. What Jesus Christ? I thought we got over that. But however, he did hit us with a Frank Reichism, where he just said it's just like you know we're 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 not that far away. We're we're just like we're. As soon as I heard that, I'm just like I I just. It was like the the Chihuahua with like the whole Vietnam mm-hmm. helicopter going in the background. It's just like. I don't, I'm not trying to relive that. Okay. But you know what, you know what, no, I didn't want to relive that because we're living in current times and in current times we had a game versus the Texans and you know what, I'm not going to just go ahead and just jump into Austin. Start us off, man. How, How did this game start? And just tell us how the game progressed.
0: Yeah. So it started almost rough. Michael Pittman fumbled, but it went out of bounds. So it was all good. The rest of that job drive went really smooth. Mm-hmm. Touchdown from AR, 18-yard rushing touchdown. And then defense, you know, came in, forced a fumble. Uh, you were getting pressure. Texans had a hurt O-line, so they took advantage of that, as they should. Yeah, Forced a fumble. Then the next play, AR scored again. Um, and then he came out with a concussion. After throwing a ball with his left hand out of bounds, which I mean, him. honestly,
1: I was like, I was like, I don't know how you throw a ball with your left hand out of bounds. But honestly, I don't think a concussion is going to make it seem as though <laughs> there's something wrong with that. But I mean, okay, if if you say so, sir. Like, he may have got <laughs> confused.
0: I don't
1: know. Yeah, uh, but I mean, you know, it was it was a hell of a play. I'm I'm just watching. <laughs> like, I, I didn't realize he threw it with the left hand until the announcer said, that, "Yeah, he just he just threw it away with his left hand." It's like. <laughs> Wait, he did just throw it away with his left hand. As long as he's not making dumb
0: decisions like we saw in the past by some other quarterback, I'm okay with it. You know?
1: This is also um, true.
0: But, yeah, I mean, Gar- Gardner Minshew came in. You know, we won't get too far into the details, but he did a good job uh, yeah. coming in and taking over. It was never really a close game after we scored two quick touchdowns.
1: Yeah. And and so and, and thank you for that, because I was just, you know, I'm going to say so, Josh, once we saw like Gardner Minshew came in, you know, it's just like the the, the tone of the game just kind of shifted a little bit. But what did you see from that that made you believe that that this game was just like out of reach for
2: Houston? It's pretty much we spotted we spotted uh, Gardner 14 points and he just took it to the house. He just took it home for us. Uh, it was never any doubt. Like I said, he added that touchdown before halftime, which you know, of course, they had to review it because it was under you know a minute or two minutes. Yeah, um, and it, it was. I thought he didn't get it because I thought the time was gonna run out. I was like, he's an idiot. But you know, I I, I didn't say it to nobody. I kept it to myself. Uh, <laughs> but it was it, it was it was an excellent play uh, by him, uh, scratching that ball out to the pile line. But you know, at the halftime, you know, yeah, they didn't score. They didn't score. What, maybe with what, three points and at the half. Uh, which I'm a little worried, but I wasn't, you know, I still wasn't – it wasn't in any doubt that the Texans would come back because they couldn't get anything going. I mean, uh, CJ, they kept going three and out.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and you know what? They, they did end up, like, dealing with a lot of three and out action. I think the crazy thing was that even after all three and outs that they had, they were actually able to string some drives together a little bit later right. in the game. Well, so, see, the one the one they
2: did to begin the fourth quarter well, yeah, where they tried to – they scored a touchdown, as call called back. And they celebrated. With, yeah. <laughs> and Quiddy told oh, them to pipe down. Yeah, pipe down. And then right so, because they missed the field goal and they didn't score at all. Yeah. And so we got the ball back. And basically, that part, the fourth quarter was us just running more clock now, making that clock. You know, whatever they do, cool. We're going to keep – when we get the ball back, we're going to make the clock, take two minutes off. Here and there. And so when they when they get a, when they get the ball back, if they do score, they got less time. Which it worked yeah. out. They had they did have time for possession, but they didn't win the of course. They didn't have more points than us. They were down eleven at that point. Like I said, I was it was never any doubt. They were saying, Well, if we get that field goal, we will be down eight. Well, you didn't get it. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, and there <laughs> there was a lot of those what ifs because like I said, we 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 generally you know, talk to a lot of Texans fans. So, you know, the, the overall, like the overall theme for them was that, Oh, well, you know, they, they, they had an opportunity to come back or there were, there were still chances for them to come back. And it was, you know, it was, I get it. But at the same time, it's like, once you go up by a certain amount, then you pretty much have to fight back. But I think the one thing that was very, very underrated was how Shane Steichen really just kind of managed the game, all the way up until making them take the timeout when they needed th- to have that timeout in their back pocket, especially being down two scores. I do want to I do want to elaborate on that because I I don't know if you saw it, but
2: me and Austin saw it. They saying that he was scared of the Texan offense, so that's why he called the timeout. I was like, that's bullshit. He forced that timeout on purpose. He was no. never
1: scared. So so it's so the thing is that that right there is a way for you to make sure that you're putting your team in the best position, because the thing is, it's not being scared of the Texans offense. But the thing is, is also knowing that, yeah, if you have all of your timeouts going into a game where you're only down two scores, that's the all, all those timeouts are crucial because then the other thing is that you also are going to pretty much manage to keep people in bounds which means that you're going to continue to run down the clock but the thing is you have one less to worry about you have one less time out to work with that means that now you know for a fact that you're going to have to be more strategic about it almost to the point where it kind of gets you to overthink so i don't think it was nothing i don't think it was ever anything to necessarily and I'm not going to say like, uh, the, oh, well, you know, the Texans are are trash and this, uh, but the thing is, it was also a move that was done in a way to make sure that, to me personally, the Texans were at a disadvantage by losing that timeout, but then right. also had to overthink about how to make sure that they're conserving as much time as possible while trying to score as quickly as possible. Because the thing is, it's kind of like you're trying to be aggressive and conservative at the same time, and it just doesn't work out the way that you would like it to in that case.
2: Right. But, that's why. That's why. That's why the time of possession were in their hands, in their favor. They had the most. They had. The, they had the time of possession because it was on their side. Even though we, I mean, we, well, it was on our side, on our side because you know we had all the timeouts. They only had two left. Like you said, they scored. They got to go for an onside kick to get the ball back.
1: Yeah. Well, the other thing was, you know, the Texans, they had um, longer time of possession than us. We had had 25 minutes the whole entire game, or 25-02, they had 34-58. So they almost had 10 more minutes of time of possession than we did, but it was just a simple fact that there were a lot of times where they're driving downfield and the team is either, you know, forcing sacks in the backfield or just making sure that they're, you know, taking opportunities away from the Texans offense. I mean, I I I still want to say kudos to CJ Stroud. The Texans got a dog, but you know, they he definitely was not in a great position.
2: Garber time steps.
1: I'm, <laughs> i'm listening, listening. You, you was leaning towards that you was leaning towards it i'm not no no, no. I'm not, he's not I'm, suck, but he, he don't suck he don't suck i know no, I'm, so the thing is i'm not gonna say garbage time stats because the thing is it, if you still have an opportunity going into the fourth quarter because we've seen teams go and just like manage to just reel off like 21 straight in the fourth quarter and you know that's fine because then it doesn't become a garbage time because it becomes you trying to do that it just so happens that certain people just were upset by the fact that we were using garbage time because garbage time alludes to the fact that you might be calling somebody's team garbage 32
2: in
1: 32 10 and one says that i don't got to say that you just said it you say you say, you say you don't have to say it but then you say it like what what like <laughs> <laughs> because the 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 hit the hit says
2: that we triple our wins against them like you saw the stat I did Houston only won two games at home in the past within three
1: seasons no 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 it's been it's been more than that i did think it, it's it's uh, i think it, it said that they are a two
2: 217
1: Two seventeen and one,
2: 217 and
1: one at home, yeah, 217 and one at home, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um, it's not good, it's bad, it's, it's real bad. It might be three years, but I don't know. I, I thought it was a division stat, but either way, <laughs> it don't matter. They're, they're garbage. Uh, I, listen, I uh, yo, listen, I'm can y'all, relax, okay. The thing is, we, I saved this type of heat for the Titans, the Texans, I don't really have a problem with. I mean, VT gets a little crazy, but, you know, he's just – that's the, VT. The
2: Titans want to tank, though. They don't care. They want to tank. You know, they'll, they'll occasionally celebrate a win against the Chargers, but they really want to lose. Well,
1: they yeah, really they, want Caleb. they want Caleb. They want Caleb Williams.
2: Yeah. Well, oh, the Texans think – the Texans said that you've been in the spaces. You've been in the chat. They said that they're going to be second in the division. Yes.
1: Uh-oh. Well, there we go.
2: They said Texas, Texas fans have been saying that they're going to be second and the Colts are going to be last with three wins.
1: I mean, yeah. Uh, they, they did say that, but at the same time, you know, like I said, I think the, the thing that, that makes them believe they'll be worse than that is the rest of the team. The thing that makes them believe that they could possibly be better than that is C.J. Stroud. But, I mean, they have a lot to work on, you know, especially with, like, Damian Pierce because I think he went 15 for 31. And then, you know, CJ Stroud is gonna be able to throw, but I mean my man is already up to ninety-one attempts in two games. In and eleven sacks. Yeah.
0: And a hurt yeah. shoulder.
2: And a hurt yeah.
0: They're not doing a good job protecting them.
2: Right. Yeah. What's I mean, they, 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 what's their cap what's their cap uh space? I don't know the cap space. I know they had a lot of cap going into the season.
1: No, they – well, they had a decent amount, I believe. But, I mean, I think that they will because technically, if you're not paying a quarterback, your cap space is generally, like, really good. That's why a lot of these teams now, like the Chargers, the Bengals, they're going to be trying to figure out how to fit certain people into the mix because now, you know, it's going to be a little bit tougher for people to be signed when your quarterback is making over $55 million a year. So, yeah. But moving on, moving on. In the same game, of course, though, what was most surprising about this game? And it could be anything. It could be on the cold side. It could be the Texans side. What was the most surprising thing about this game? Well, for me, uh, I, I,
2: I don't want to say surprise. Well, yeah, the sex. The, the sack amount is surprising because I can't remember the last time uh, we had that many. And if it was, it probably was against the Texans. But six sacks in a game—that's that's that's impressive. Because I mean, last year, I think we didn't have we didn't have. I think we had like maybe thirty or forty sacks in a whole year. But to have you know that amount of sacks already, you know we have, I think we have twelve sacks in two games, uh, which is impressive already. So, uh, I'm 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 sort of like that's rally defense. I mean he's I mean we we we, yeah. we always say that hey he's not getting enough pressure he's not blitzing a lot. But it seemed like these first two games he's getting after his quarterback.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he he absolutely is. And I mean, it's, you know, to have eight sacks through the first two games. And I mean, right now it's just like pace wise, you know, you're talking about a D line that if you kind of stay consistent with those numbers, I mean, you're averaging you're averaging four sacks a week, but between the first two weeks, of course, and it's it's a long season. So anything could change. But I mean, by the end of the season, that means that you're potentially looking at 68 sacks which, I mean, for as far as the defense goes, 68 means that um, everybody's eaten very, very well. But like I said, that's if they're doing that consistently every single game. There's a lot of attrition and things that go into, into it over the season. So, you know, like I said, we're, we're just hoping for, hoping for healthy and productive. But yep. so, and then Austin, what about you? What was the most surprising thing about this game for you?
0: Uh, I got to give props to the O-line. Uh, I was impressed yeah. by the line. Allowing zero sacks after struggling week one to bounce back like that was great. I believe Ryan Kelly was the highest-rated center in the NFL. And I yes. want to say Will yes. Fries was maybe up there for right
1: will Fries, as well. Will Fries had a 90.2 grade on PFF. So do with that information what you will. But I believe well, he but that's was why we one didn't of get the yeah, he was he was one of the top 15 players for this week.
0: Yeah, but like as a whole, you know. It might have been because we had uh Moss Moss helped out a lot uh with the run game. Um but they stepped up huge um from week 1 to week 2.
1: Yeah. No, absolutely. And that's the reason why it's I'm going to say and and just talking about let's just say just talking about the trenches. You know, the D-line producing the way that they have over the last two weeks and the O-line producing the way they did from last week to this week or improving the way they did from week one to week two is very surprising. And, you know, I think the, the most – I, I want to say it's just like for me, I, I was going to say O-line, but Josh, you made a good point with the D-line. So, like I said, I'm just going to say trenches because this was an O-line last year that was awful. And, I mean, it was awful with, I'm going to say, some of the same cast. So, I mean, I think this system also helps with what's going on. And then now, you know, I didn't know how well Samson Ibukum was going to be coming into this season because I know, like, his run defense is more so what he was known for. And they say his pass defense was a little bit eh. But he's actually been making a lot of contributions and been pretty consistent um in the passing game as well. So for him to be able to come in and disrupt the pass and then Quiddy coming in and disrupting the pass as well, the way that he did with, you know, of course the and 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 I I love it when, when Shad said this, but um but Grover the the guard butcher, um that one was that was yeah, that was that was amazing. So yeah, no, that was that's awesome. I mean, Buckner—he's having a great year. I mean, so far it's going really well. Now
0: also, Dayo—you can't forget Dayo. Dayo, yes, and yes. played
1: well as well. Dayo. I mean, even Jacob Martin, who used to play on the Texans, came in and got a sack on CJ. So I mean, we like this is this is a front that, and once again, it's just like it's it's going to be multiple questions of consistency. But mm-hmm. I mean, to have those contributions is no small feat, but that kind of leads me to my next question, right? Because we know that the Texans, just being honest, they were missing um, starters on offense. They didn't have Tunsell out there. Um, they had some guys who I think Jalen Petrie was out. Um, they had a couple guys um, that weren't there. Now, mind you, just kind of flipping over to the other side, we lost the AR, you know, I'm going to say in the second quarter, So gardner Minshew came in. So, you know, you could say there was backups in in crucial spots on both sides. But how do we measure how successful this team was able to be knowing what we know about the Texans in terms of, like, their state, like, injuries, things like that? And I'll start with you, Austin. Like, how do we measure the way that this team is, you know, when going against, let's just say, other teams? Because, you know, we have Baltimore next week. So it's just like, are we going into it with the same optimism? Like, yes, this team, if this team does what they did last Sunday, then we'll be fantastic. Or are we saying, well, they work a little bit beat up, so we got to pick and choose our spots with that one. Like, how does how like how do you feel about that in particular?
0: Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, we all know the Texans have been injured. They were mm-hmm. hurt. Um, but we did what we needed to do. We played well. We looked well. If we would have went and it would have been a close game against the hurt Texans team and whether we won or lost and it was close, I would have been a little nervous. Um, But we took care of business. So that gives me like some hope that we, we have took some steps forward already and it's only week two. Um, I'm not saying we're going to go win 12 games. Uh, I'm just saying we're taking the steps forward that we need. Uh, Can we beat the Ravens? I think we can. Will we? I don't. I don't know. It will be a rough game.
1: Gotcha. Okay. What about you, Josh?
2: I mean, I I saw the signs of uh, a good team Um, week one, and also saw week two. Uh, Will it amount to nine wins? Don't know. But like I said, I've been saying all offseason that. We see a team that's gonna make plays, and we've seen it the first two weeks. The team, this team, in the first two weeks, looked better than the, the team last year was a whole year. Uh, and I, I can go on limit limb and say that. Uh, like I said, you see the run game, we gotta get that going, and hopefully, week five we'll see a different run game. But mm-hmm. I like the, I like where we at with Zach Moss, uh, pass rush. I like that uh, secondary. Uh, I'm a little worried. I mean, I know you guys worry as well because the secondary yeah. keep getting keep getting cooked. Uh, so it's concerns for me. O line. Um, I know was the first game of the season, we, we was a little worried. You know, we, we questioned what was going on. But then, you know, week two, when they had a monster at, you know, with Will Anderson, and they didn't do anything. He didn't do anything. Yeah. Um, and the, the whole D-line D didn't do anything. And we, so, we, we, they only – like, they had no sacks. So, um, and I like, I like our offense. You know, it's a way different offense. You see Sunday that the ball was spread around to different receivers versus yeah. – Against Jacksonville, it was only one receiver had a lot of yards. So, I mean, there's a lot of optimism there. Like Austin said, you know, can we – we can be anything. We can. We play like we played Sunday, minus the injuries people use excuses on. I mean, we can be anybody. But, we, you know, it, can we do it? It's yet to be determined because we got to go out there and play the game and get the results afterwards.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I and I agree because we're – We went against a Texans team that was still able to kind to string together drives, right? Where you know we know that the secondary is kind of a mess. I I've I think I said this week. I really I'm really 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 just hoping that this right now isn't looking like like the the whole Daryl Baker decision isn't looking Matt Pryor ish. Because, honestly, we were sold that bill of goods when it came to Matt Pryor last year. And then, you know, it was just bad all season. And then Baker, he's not had a good time in coverage in man or zone and kind of looked out of place over the last few games. So I'm hoping that it's not. Um, But, I mean, as far as it goes right now, I am just really, really, really hoping that this doesn't, End up being exactly what we think it is, where it's just like, okay, yeah, we had a good game, and then, you know, we go into Baltimore. I know what Baltimore did with, um, with Houston Week One, but once again, it's just like this is a Baltimore team that, of course, we do have a lot of history with and that we have played numerous times over the years. Been um, close games, yeah, of course, of course, and so, um, and now as far as the, the actual team goes because, like I said, I know that we talked about measuring the current state, but I want to talk about the team as a whole because we had a chance to see a lot of firsts. But I mean, I'll let you guys just go ahead and take one. Who were your favorite breakout players for this particular game? I'll start with you, Josue.
2: I mean, you, you mentioned uh Samson, which, like I said, we thought we didn't know who he was coming in. Uh, we knew he was a, a rotational guy uh, with the Niners, but, you know, Ballard loves those guys that are discount. Uh, mm-hmm. But he seems to make get his money worth um, with Mallory. I mean, I've, I've said in offseason that he can, he can be a difference maker just like, you know, Ogletree. And he has. He stepped in. Ogletree was a healthy stretch due to, you know, concussion last game. And he stepped in with that big 46-yard catch. Uh, it's a big dude. He was tough to tackle, man. He was tough to tackle to bring down, bring down to on, on the field. Uh, he was, a, he was a good blocker as well. Uh, Zach Moss, we knew what Zach Moss could do versus the same team because last last breakout year, yeah, player, sir.
1: <laughs> breakout player, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, just
2: you're just gonna uh, take
1: just gonna take all of them, huh?
2: <laughs> oh, you said, you said you said players, you did say players, though.
1: Yeah, well, well, who was your favorite breakout player from this game?
2: Give me Will Mallory.
1: Will Mallory, okay, yeah. What about you, Austin?
0: Uh, I'm going to take Zach Moss, uh, just because it was completely different from week one to week two in the run game. It was just yeah, a breath of fresh air.
1: Yeah, I um, so you know what, I'm I'm also going to go with with Zach Moss, and that's only because of the fact that if I'm being completely honest, I didn't have any hope for Zach Moss in this one because of the fact that I'm I wasn't. As I wasn't high on Zach Moss, um, I know that he's like a power guy. I know that there were a couple runs that were just like, sir, where are you going? Um, there's clearly a, you know, there's there's a there's a gateway right there, and you're running into the gate. Like you know, it's just like there was there were opportunities, but I mean, eight, rushing 18 times for 88 yards and getting a TD was no small feat. So um, he made me eat crow. So yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with with Zach Moss on that one. Um, you know what and I think we can we, I let, let's go because I think we only mentioned uh, we only men- really mentioned offense like that right let's talk about defense and I and I'll, I'll kick this one off I liked what EJ speed did I think EJ speed has been low-key having a good you know beginning to his season um, with him being able to force turnovers just kind of get to the spots um, him being able to basically just come in on blitzes and just do a lot of things like he's showing a lot of versatility and he's another guy that i i didn't know exactly how it was going to be i was screaming that we need another linebacker all offseason because i wasn't sure what he was going to do so um he's another one who made me crow, which i'm completely okay with okay I'd, I'd rather you do very good than very bad and prove me right so yes fantastic now what about you josh
2: it's not a breakout player, but man, Zaire Franklin, I think he's leading the NFL in tackles right now. Which I think twenty, I think or over twenty. Uh, that's very impressive. That guy is a tackling machine. Uh, right now, he's a leader on our defense. He he's yeah. got that guy is, is a he is a baller. He is a ball hawk. He tackles whatever whoever has the ball. It
1: might be the referee next. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Hey, actually, he's he is leading DeSean the Lawson. NFL. He is leading the NFL with thirty tackles on the season. There, okay, yeah,
2: so I was off. Yeah, way off. I saw the stat that he is leading, but I didn't know the the exact amount. I thought I think um, Dustin said if I didn't get the amount. But, yeah, yeah, he's leading. He is, I think, 18 in one game.
1: Um, yeah, he had 18 against the Jags last week, and then I think he had 12 total this week.
2: So you, what you're saying is another Dior test.
1: I mean, I listen, he, he, <laughs> he only had 12 this week, so, you know. Do with that information what you will. Okay? So, yeah. And then what about you, Austin?
0: Uh, yeah. I think I'm going to – like, it's not a breakout player per se, but I just love seeing Quiddy pay healthy and doing what he does best, getting to the quarterback. He has two sacks in two games. Yeah. You know, I, I've just been a big Quiddy fan since we drafted him, so.
1: Yeah. And it's good to see him because also it's just like this is a big year for him. So, you know, not being able to, I mean, really just get out there and do what we know that he's capable of is like, I think that's a huge thing. So, I, you know, like I said, I'm very happy with what he's done so far, too. I don't, I think it's more so, it's just like, I think he's finally kind of living up to that billing that he has where, you know, he's a first-round pick and we know that he's a first-round pick. I think it's just going to be, once again, just a matter of him just staying healthy. As long as he can stay healthy, then, I mean, sky's the limit. What's wrong with Dayo? The- <laughs> Man!
2: Dayo, I'm mean, not Dayo. Dayo. I think he had, like, four outsides this Sunday. Is well, I mean, I think there, there, were,
1: there were a couple where it's just, like, he kind of got the best of him. I think there was one that was on the offensive lineman, but they ended up calling it on him, but either way, I mean, like I said, he's he's somebody who's finally getting healthy and is able to play, and yeah, he's uh, <laughs> yeah, and you know what, I'm 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 gonna go with this one. There's a comment here. He said, "I'm a Titans fan and picked Moss up to play in my flex and fantasy. How did I have more faith in him than you?" I... He he was in probably one of the. He's in one of the systems that, I mean, you could pretty much just plug any running back into, but when, you know, Josh Allen is the leading rusher in Buffalo, I, I'm i going to question that. I'm, I'm really going to question that at the end of the day. So, I mean, you know, like I said, I'm glad, I, once again, I'm glad he proved me wrong, but you know what? So sue me, you know, it, it is what it is. Oh, well, tomato, potato, but yeah. So, <laughs> so with that being said, um, So now, big game coming up this week. This is our first out-of-division game where we'll be playing against the Baltimore Ravens. And I'm going to say it's just like the Ravens right now, we're 2-0, we're 1-1. What do we think are some of the keys to making sure that not only do we stay in this game, but also make sure that we go into this game and make this a winnable game? And I'll start with you, Austin.
0: Uh, yeah. So obviously, contain Lamar. Don't let him run around. Uh, and just quarter our secondary needs to have a better game than they did last game.
1: Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, Josh. What about you? Yeah, like Austin
2: said, man. We got to stop the guy that's he's multi fast, He can pass. He can. He can run. Uh, it's hard to to tackle the guy. I mean, he ain't the same Lamar three years ago, but he can still uh, get that pocket and make plays with his with his legs. Uh, so he's definitely he's definitely dangerous. Uh, contain Morgan Andrews, he's he, one of his biggest targets. I'm not sure what Zay Flowers has done so far this year because um, yeah. I don't watch Ravens games. And Odell Bell been hurt both games, so I don't know if he's going to play Sunday. But if both if if Odell's playing and Zay Zay Flowers gets gets going it's gonna be a problem for our secondary because i mean they've been let everybody cook actually all year so um we got to contain those guys and we can get a better we got we got to get better play from the secondary that i i don't care what's going on in the, in the front seven but those guys in the back has to defend be better man it has to defend be yeah. better and we got one way start is against the team
1: that hate us yeah and, and, but you know what i think this is also going to be a a huge test because I mean I think the Ravens right now they're they're top ten in rushing offense and but their passing offense is um I'm gonna say probably middle of the road. I think they're probably like what fifth I think they're like fifteenth or sixteenth. So I mean it, it's I think it's a, it's a different type of scenario if you're able to kind of slow down what it is that they're trying to do. Because this is also a, a Baltimore team that generally is just very good defensively. But, you know, I think their secondary is probably extremely beat up, but they're still finding ways to make sure that they're limiting. So I think it's just going to be ultimately just like playing our game. Um, I can see if 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 AR does play, then I can see them trying to go ahead and just like kind of fake him a little bit, try to make sure like get him into certain pockets and make him play the game that they want him to play rather than playing his own game. So I honestly, it's just going to be I I think it's just going to be making sure like whoever holds on to the ball the the most at the end of the game or whoever is able to really control the clock is going to be the team that actually comes away with the win. So with that being said, Austin, what do you think the score is going to be? How how does the team come out? We talking about big dubs or big else? We're going big dubs,
0: you know, (laughs) 21, 21 to 20.
1: Damn, that's a that's a close dub. That's a very close yeah. dove. <laughs> All right, what about you, Josh? Oh, wait, you're muted. You're muted. I have the
2: Ravens winning
1: 34-20. Damn. Okay. Oh, I don't like this. I don't like this. I like I think honestly, with the way that Steichen has been coaching these games up. I think he really, really, really has a chance to – I think he really has a chance to just come in and I'm going to say put together a game plan that's going to be very, very frustrating for Baltimore um, just to get him away from their game. So, I mean, I'm going to be completely honest. (sighs) I'm going to sound like a homer. It's tough, man, because –
2: the same secondary that allowed them to come back 19 points is back on their field because our secondary still young.
1: Yeah, so yeah. that's why I said that. Yeah, I'm. I, you know what? <laughs> Indy wins 24 20. I'm 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 calling it now. I don't. I listen. I'm I'm. I don't know why I sound Leave crazy. me hanging.
2: Y'all leave me hanging. <laughs> yes. <Yeah>, so- <laughs> me so write this down so I can make some. Like I gotta make this. Okay, hold on.
1: Hey, hey, no, hey! Not, not for bragging purposes, but you know, you know. Hey, so making. you know what? If we, if we end up winning, you know what you can do with that paper? I, I, I need you to put, I need you to t- put a piece of tape on it, and you're going to have to wear that on your head next week if we end up winning that game. I'm not. It's not a. It's not a profile better
2: any kind of. Bed. <laughs> I just need. 21 20. I said 30,
1: 34 20. Okay. Yeah. Nothing, even, I'm... Ryan, even Ryan said it's just like the last two games that they played were close, which they were. Yeah. And it came down to the wire. So once again, they're going to, they're, they're, I think they, they figure it out. Like I said, 24 21. Like I said, it, I, I predicted last week was going to be a close game and it wasn't. I think this one actually is going to end up being a close game just because of the caliber of the team that we're playing with and the history that we have with them. I think we've played them probably – this will be the third time we're playing them in the last four years. So, yes. yeah, we're going to be looking out for some things. But, you know, with that being said, with that being said, guys, it's been another good one, but we're about to be out of here. So, guys, tell the people where you are, where they can find you on social media. And yeah, all that good stuff. So, Josh, where can the people find you on social media?
2: Well, I start off saying, you know, guys, follow us on YouTube at Hushu Mob. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the ones that already follow us, appreciate the support. But uh Twitter, you find me at Official Josh Senior, um, where I troll Technic fans up
1: until Saturday. All
0: right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Austin, what about you?
0: Uh yeah, you can uh, find me on
1: Twitter at Cookie Austin 2 alright and you can find me on Twitter because we don't call it X at CJ Colts fan <laughs> uh, make sure that you just continue to follow you'll be seeing articles coming throughout the week so make sure that you're following us on Um Leslie says 3128 28 Colts see like everybody's saying it's a good game so or it's going to be a close game also but you yeah. know it's like I said, you make sure that you're following us. Make sure that you're looking out. Other than that, guys, um, have a great rest of your week. We will see you guys on Sunday. And as always, you know what it is. You, you know what it is. Sam loves Everybody, have a good night. I said, I'll huff and I'll we'll and
0: I'll pass to my left while I'm looking to my right. Hit them right in the you... chest and be looking like. Magic better give me the throne I ain't talking about Patrick But I rep my home I'm never at the end of my zone I'm bad to the bone Eating up these pig's